You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday. Come on in, stay a while if you can. Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, radio affiliates around the country. We're in nearly 400 cities. Say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partner. If you download the app, you can watch this program for free. We could never charge you. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. And you can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Tiger Woods in the Masters. Maybe? Question mark? Have that for you coming up here in a moment. Watching basketball last night, the women's uh, UConn over NC State, double overtime, Louisville, in the final four as well with the win against Michigan. We might have a new overtime rule in the NFL. Albert Breer from the Monday Morning Quarterback joined his first hour, and they are meeting as we speak. It's supposed to be 10.30 to 11.30 at the NFL meetings, and uh, the competition committee is maybe going to vote on a new overtime rule. Maybe. If not, they may table it and wait until they meet again in May. But that is the possibility. Seton, what do you have for me as far as the poll question for the final hour of the program? Well, the poll question from hour two, the results are really interesting depending on where you go, right? So we put the life you'd want, Kelly Slater or the field. On Twitter, 51% say Kelly Slater. (laughs) (laughs) So every other human on earth is 49%. Correct. Now, but if you go to the website, if you go to danpatrick.com, 70% take the field. Well, he even said when I said, hey, your career or Tom Brady's, he said, I'll take mine. Which I get. I mean, there's, he's got to be. I mean, he's obviously built, yeah, an unbelievable career for himself. Yeah. I get that. But if you said I could have my career, Tom Brady's, I'd take Tom Brady's career over your career. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm the greatest quarterback. I'm the greatest player of all time. Yeah, you did play a little football. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see. I that. played freshman high. I played freshman quarterback. Why'd you retire? Uh, they were hitting me. Like, I didn't know they were going to hit me. Were you into it? Were you like, yes. Yeah, my brothers played, and therefore I, but then I decided, nah, I'm going to go play basketball and baseball. But yeah, I played uh, freshman football (laughs) quarterback. Mm, Not very good. I don't know if they kept stats back then. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully they didn't. Yeah, but I mean, I could find the hot receiver. Let's, uh, I could do that. You spin it? I could spin it. Yeah, I could definitely throw the football. I don't know if there was always somebody there to catch it, but I could throw it. Yes, Eden. So would you rather be the greatest quarterback of all time or a really good NBA player? Because I can't say Michael Jordan. Okay, so if I can be Tom Brady. Or like Allen Iverson. I'm going to take Tom Brady. What about somebody with a couple rings, but not? Okay, I could be Clay Thompson or Tom Brady. Mm. Tom Brady. You would. Even though I would love to be able to play like Clay Thompson, I already shoot like him. <laughs> he just so it's not that big of a leap. No, okay, no. Well, you've never lived in San Francisco, so that would be a change. No, I visited San Francisco. <laughs> Good points. Oh, the older I get, the better I was. Uh, I already shoot like him. It's so funny. <laughs> I was going to say that he shoots like me. I mean, I'm older than him. Augusta National Golf Club, one of golf's greatest stages, hosts the world's best amateurs, the Augusta National Women's Amateur. That'll be Saturday, 12 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com. Sign up now. All right. Here's the word. Tiger Woods is trying, exhausting every effort to play in the Masters. Golf Channel's Todd Lewis has added more fuel to the fans' hopes that Woods could play in the Masters. 
That's just nine days away that they tee off there. According to uh, Todd Lewis, he tweeted that uh, this is a critical week for Tiger to see if his body can sustain 72 holes at Augusta National. He will exhaust every effort to play in the Masters. Uh, Let's see, anything else? Um, There is purported footage of Tiger landing in Augusta. The report claims that Woods is there to scout the course and further evaluate his body and game on tournament grounds. So we're 13 months and one week from that accident that nearly took one of his leg, nearly took his life. But I've said this before about that golf course. TV doesn't do it justice of how hilly it is. And you're going to have uneven lies. It'll be really, really difficult for Tiger to be able. He has to walk that course. And walking might be tougher than playing. But it, that, that is a hilly course at Augusta. And you, you don't think that when you're watching, but that could be a grind for him just to be able to walk that course. And you're talking about 72 holes. If he made 36 holes, it would be incredible. Just playing, I, I don't know how he could do it. And look, Todd Lewis is a great reporter for the Golf Channel. And I know Tiger has been at the uh, course in uh, West Palm, medalist. I was just there, what, a month ago. And uh, there was video of him. In fact, somebody who I uh, played with said that they saw Tiger practicing at the golf club on Sunday. And that there is this possibility. Um, and, And they even said he didn't look comfortable. Now, I don't know what that means. This is somebody I've known for a long time who uh, is, has been at that golf course. But to be able to walk a golf course of over 7,000 yards, boy, that is a tall task. I mean, we, we've learned not to say never uh, with Tiger, but I don't know. I, I would hope he would wait another year. But, hey, if he can do it, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be a great story, and we'd all be rooting for that, for him to be able to go out and play. Yeah, Pauline. As a former master champion, Tiger Woods could play. He has the exemption yes. for life. So he wouldn't be taking a spot from anybody, whether he plays or doesn't. So if he gave it a try, and after you know, nine holes says, well, that, that was a good try, it doesn't take a spot from anyone else, correct? No. Okay. No. But I just wonder about the swelling that he's going to have with just walking around. Because, you know, when you play at medalist, you're, you're taking a golf cart. And, you know, walking around, I mean, that's not a hilly golf course. Great golf course, but not hilly. And you could play 18 holes where you, you hit, then you drive your ball, you hit, you drive your ball, you hit, you go up on the green, putt, and then you move on. This is different. Just the up and downs of those hills. And, you know, that ankle, the foot, the leg, um, it's going to be, there's going to be swelling there. But Todd Lewis reporting that uh, I guess he's going to exhaust. I mean, I expect Tiger to do that because that's Tiger, but exhausting every effort to play in the Masters. But that's nine, nine days away. Oh, man. I hope so. Good TV. Yes, he. Yeah, I don't blame him. I like that he's trying. I mean, you have to try, you have to at least see if you could do it, right? Yeah, I just don't know, you know, phys- like you want to see him play and you want to see him play well. Mm. And I guess if as long as the doctor says there's no danger here, then sure. You no, know, why not? Yeah, Todd. 
Is there any type of cart exemption or Tiger wouldn't want to even play like that? Or is it so hilly that you can't even use a cart? On that no, cart? no. You, I mean, when I played Augusta, I walked it. You didn't. But you want to walk it. And I'm a warrior, too. Right. Yeah. Remember you had. Uh... Well, I've had far more surgeries than Tiger's had <laughs> and a replacement knee. But that didn't stop me. I got out there. Less fanfare. Todd Lewis didn't report on it that I was going to go out there and play Augusta. He should have. It's just I didn't touch down at a private airport at Augusta and make a big deal of it. I there wasn't in. a source at the orchards over here and uh, <laughs> up in Connecticut. Up in Connecticut, yeah. uh, I heard Dan just played eighteen at the at uh, orchards. Yeah, Dan was playing at Grassy Hill, and uh, <laughs> I hear he did okay. Shot like a uh, fourteen over. Yep, he is ready for Augusta. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> Two part question: When you play Augusta socially off, you know, like in whatever much you play, does it look just like it does on TV, or is it primped up for TV and looks oh. differently? There's no, there's no um, stands. Like it's not intimidating. I guess I mean the the, the grounds is, are they meticulous as you'd expect? Yeah. Have you ever played at a golf course that was so gorgeous and nice? You're almost like I almost feel guilty playing here. I took home a divot from Augusta. Trafficking in divots. I did. It was so, like I felt horrible that I did it, but I put it in a baggie. I took a divot home. I, you know, when somebody says, "Hey, you're smuggling grass." Yes, I am. <laughs> What's the street value yeah. of Augusta? And, and it's in a baggie. I got a nickel bag here of Augusta. But I, I just, you feel bad when you take a divot there. But there's, there's no course that compares to that. None. Because they limit the, the, the amount of play that you have there. And, you know, you can be a member, but that doesn't mean you can just go whenever you want because there are certain times when they go, the course is shut down. Yeah, Paul. I'll probably never get a chance to play there, but jeans are frowned upon, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, frowned upon? They are, yes. You're, <laughs> you're not even going to get on the grounds if you, you have you jeans. Are, no, you have, like, cut off Daisy Dukes there. Fair New Balance. Yeah, they're there. Get your shirt tail out. No, you, you're, you're dressed. You're dressed impeccably. And then when you go into the grill room, the members have their green jackets on. The guys who are, you know, CEOs of you know business, like Pete Coors, you know, they have their their jackets on, and it's pretty it's pretty impressive. And you know, I still remember going into that grill room, and the guy who was waiting on us said, "Look, if they don't have what you uh, want on the menu, just tell us." And I ordered steak and some pesto, uh, and chef came out and he said, "Who ordered the pesto?" And I said, "I did." He goes, "Good choice." Because I guess he just made whatever was on the menu. That then we got to go down into the wine cellar, and you got to see Eisenhower had a a wine rack down there. There are all these places where guys kept their wine at Augusta. Yes, Todd. When does impressive turn into snobby? I don't want to hang out with these people. I gotta get out of here. Does that? I know it's the Masters and everything, but does that ever happen? Have you ever been in a place like that where you're like this is really cool, but I don't want to spend any any length of time with these green jacket wearing CEOs. No, never felt that never for a second. <laughs> no. Why, why go dark on something like talk dark, about but Augusta? I, I could see some people being like, oh, these people are not for me. All I know is I'm playing the golf course. And if I go in there, I may talk to somebody. I may not. I, I saw two people I knew. Well, the golf course is one thing, but then you go into the grill room or whatever. I don't have big... to go in the grill room. And there they are with their green jackets. All right, here they come. <laughs> How are you hitting them, Billy? Oh, God, this guy. 
Yes, Paul. What's that room we went to at uh, Pebble Beach? The tap room, the little yeah, bar there? Yeah. That wasn't pretentious. That was pretty fun. People were drinking, having fun. I mean, it was it was a very nice atmosphere. It was a people were well dressed because it was Pebble Beach, but it didn't feel like snooty. But it used to be where only the players got to go in there. If guys like me are going there, you it's, would not it's go gone in. downhill. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, you know, pretty much anybody. It used to be when we finished at Pebble, and I was back. I think I played there ninety five, ninety six in the Pebble Beach Pro Am. But you'd walk in, Tiger would be in there, uh, Bill Murray'd be in there, David Faraday, Gary McCord, uh, guys who were playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Mark Grace, the former Cub first baseman. So it, it was a place where you could go have a drink when you were done. But now everybody's able to go into the tap room. I can't believe you got dark on me on Not Augusta. dark. I just, Dang, you know, we've you all been in situations where you're, you're the certain types of people that are like, they think who they are. and like Okay, I like can't. what is yours? I am a member, I just started this past summer, this uh, little country club thing, not horribly expensive, not super fancy, where it has a pool and like a you know, little tennis court and stuff, and then you got to go across the way to this building where you want to, if you want to pick up some food or whatever, and I just got that vibe a little bit, the people sitting outside on the patio, you know, just, I don't know, it just, there's something about it, like, I just want to, I just joined for the, uh, for the pool, so I have a place to go and it's hot over the summer, but then you got the golfer folks and I don't know, I just, there's something yes, like Paul, whatever. Yeah. I, I can see Todd at the country club in the summer walking in with a pair of like uh, uh, boat shoes, white high socks in the middle of summer, shorts and a sleeveless Under Armour workout shirt and I'm wondering why people are looking at him in yeah, the grill I, room. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely dress like someone's like grandpa that just played a <laughs> game of backgammon or something like that, a shuffleboard. They don't uh, want any part of me there. Anthony in Arizona. Anthony, what's on your mind today? Hey, uh, Dan, first time caller, long time listener since 2008. one, uh, 200 pounds. Uh, I got a, I got a, I got a mock song uh, for Todd, but I also wanted to comment. I suffered a similar foot injury, one of the injuries Tiger had. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, thir- I'm 36. I stay in pretty decent shape, and I golf a lot, but I still have four screws in my foot. It was called a Liz Frank fracture. Yeah. And basically, I slipped off my diving board, and my toes, my foot horizontally snapped in half. My toes touched my heel, and it's, it was anything like that for tiger when i play like after a while like i can still feel the screws in my foot and when i plant to push off when i swing it just man it 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 becomes painful but i really hope he can bounce back would love to see him out there at least one more time but um anyway that's my comment on that but i did have a song um about mock headlines in the style of kesha oh kesha okay this is the first uh kesha mock headline song so here we go okay Marks around the clock, but the wish won't stop him tonight. He will try to come up with good headlines. Todd Marks, make him stop. Please, no more slops. No. Oh, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. I like the sound effects of little instruments in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, Mark in West Virginia, then we'll take a break. Uh, the great Nick Wright will join us coming up. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan. How are you, sir? Great. I have a uh, mock headline song as well, and it's to the theme of Jesus Loves Me. It would go like this. Mock headlines are so bad. When I hear them, they make me sad. Why don't you just cut them out? That's what Pritchett should be talking about. Thank you, Mark. 
I think people are sending a message here. Mock they really headlines. Are. They're not really big on your mock headlines. You know headlines. what, though? I like that they're being creative and they're contributing to the content of the show, even if it's at my expense. That's all right. How about you be creative? They should come up with something <laughs> clever once in a while. Damn. All right, we'll talk uh, about LeBron and the Lakers here. Nick Wright will join us. And uh, the Lakers obviously in jeopardy of not making the playoffs. And it doesn't look promising here with uh, LeBron with his ankle injury. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up after this in the Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive Start. You can't forget that. How do you start your day with M-Drive Start? Get a scoop. Put that powder in, maybe a smoothie. I'll have a, I'll have a fruit smoothie every morning. Seven clinically tested ingredients, six premium proteins, boost energy strength, reduces stress, so you can keep up with your busy day, no matter what your age is. You can find mdrivedan.com and uh, go there. Everything you need. There's so many great products that they have. Delivered right to your door. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Time to focus on your health. You can keep up with your busy days. It's the new New Year's resolution, and you can start it now. Every morning, very simple. And it can be a big part of your day, but it's only a small moment that you have. A daily dose of protein and nutrition, you can stay on top of your day. Every single day. You can get it uh, for energy, strength, drive. Get it right to your door. 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Crazy day this day in sports history. We'll have that for you coming up. Leave it to Todd to be a bummer that you get to go play Augusta and you would find a negative in playing Augusta. I didn't mean to be a bummer. It has nothing to do with playing on the golf course. It's just that afterwards you mentioned those like CEOs with the green jackets. That seems like an environment I can do without. I can deal with that. You if can. I get to play Augusta, I mean, I deal with you. That's true. You could pretty much deal with anything at that point. You're, you're never going to have to worry about that. I will not. This You'll is Billy n- Thurston third. He wanted to say hello. And nobody not. talks that way yes, they down do. there. They do not. Knucklehead. He's Nick Wright. First things first, co-host on Fox Sports 1. Also has a uh, podcast that he does. Uh, What's Right with Nick Wright that he does with his son. And he joins us on yeah. the program. Hi, Nick. Hey, hi, Dan. Every time I come on, you guys are talking about some golf course you're going to play. Well, no, Whatever I, this happened last time, too. Well, I've played it. Todd, we were talking about Tiger maybe trying to play Augusta. Yeah, and then I, I know, talked about exciting. walking it, and it's a lot hillier than what people think when you're watching on TV. And so then see, we that's start- why people come to you for the first hand. See, I could never do that. Yeah, I couldn't. You know, can I can I reveal something here? I'm in fact, I'm not even asking. I'm going to do it. So Dan and I are actual friends now. We had dinner together. I'm sure he's talked to you all about it quite a bit. It was a wonderful time. And there's nothing that, you know, every once in a while, my ego needs a resetting. And I got it at this meal because I walk into this fancy steakhouse Dan invites me to. And he and I are walking towards our table. And at each, each, you know, different person, whether it's the maitre d' or the waiter or the bus or whomever it is, his name is Mr. Patrick. And my name is Sir. And I'm like, damn, don't know me, do they? I know him. He's Mr. Patrick. I'm just the guy with him. Like, is that your accountant friend? Who is that? Okay. All right. So, yeah, but but it was a great time. It was great to see you, my friend. Yes, it my was. My friend, Dan Patrick. Yes, yes. Um, we thought the over-under was how long, Paulie? 90 seconds before we mentioned your dinner. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. how? where did he go? Was he under? 
18, 18 seconds. Oh, 18 seconds. Okay. All right. Yeah, I bet the under, buddy. Okay. Get, cash in. <laughs> Pay me. A uh, couple of NFL things. Why yeah. do you think the NFL is looking at reconsidering overtime? Oh, listen, I, because they, they – I think that they're doing it because the media is pushing them to do it. I don't think they should do it. I think that there is – I think sometimes the NFL – can be a somewhat reactionary league. And, you know, when Patrick Mahomes got screwed out of a chance to go to a Super Bowl four years ago, nobody cares because the the Patriots get to go. So there wasn't a big push for it. But when, God forbid, Josh Allen doesn't get a chance to go to the Super Bowl, then all of a sudden we have to redo things. It's stupid. The goal of sports is to win in regulation. If you don't win in regulation, you have failed to achieve your goal. Fairness is no longer my biggest concern. Like you have, you have failed to achieve your goal. And the idea that we can just act like fatigue and injury aren't a big part of this, I think is silly. The initial reaction you had when Tyreek Hill announced he was going to the Dolphins from your Chiefs was? Well, the initial reaction was I was not pleased, obviously. But once I had time to fully digest it and think about it and see the return, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it for a number of reasons. One is, the, we have about a 10-player list of, over the last few years, p- excellent player X traded for first-round pick and then some. And aside from the Jalen Ramsey trade, there isn't a single one that you would say, oh, if you remove the quarterbacks, I'm not talking about Stafford, take quarterbacks out of it, you know, position player guy, that you would say is a home run for the acquiring team. Stephon Diggs was a home run for the Bills, but it was also a home run for the Vikings. They got... Uh, they got Justin Jefferson. Khalil Mack did not work out for the Bears. Jamal Adams did not work out for the Seahawks. Uh, Laramie Tunsil has not worked out for the Texans. So I think in the moment, it sucks because you lose an awesome player. But then when you get the, you're not paying the player all that money and you're getting the draft picks, it can work out. And I get thrown in my face by your favorite member of First Things First, Kevin Wilds. That's the other thing at this dinner. My God, you couldn't stop talking about how much he likes Wilds. Like, hey, buddy, I'm here. He's not. Sorry you wouldn't respond to your text. But regardless, set that aside. Wilds always throws in my face the Patriots this, Patriots that, the real dynasty. This is a move the Patriots would have made, correct? Yeah. Trade Tyreek Hill rather than pay him $30 million a year, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's like Richard Seymour when they traded him to the Raiders. Exactly what I said. It is, it's not because they thought Richard Seymour was done being a great player. It's because they thought that they could that they could add more total value to their team with the draft capital acquired and with the cap space freed up to fill in other holes. I think their offense, I think if you have Patrick Mahomes and an adequate offensive line, and they have now more than adequate offensive line, your offense is at worst an A-. minus, And so fill in the holes elsewhere. But the rest of the AFC West came up. Well, that is true. With that said, there's that, that cuts both ways. So you have the Broncos win right now, win right now, trade all those picks. The Raiders win right now, win right now, trade all those picks. Well, they sure as hell better hope they win because, by the way, I think the Broncos and Raiders, despite the moves of the third and fourth teams in the division, I think the Chiefs in charge still ahead of them. And if they don't win right now, now they're minus picks. So the Chiefs, meanwhile, are plus picks. But the other thing is this. Of course the other teams in the AFC West are trying to catch up. Chiefs won this division six years in a row. That's the that's four Mahomes years and two Alex Smith years. And I, I know it's like trendy right now. It's not trendy in Vegas. Vegas still is the Chiefs as the favorite. But it's trendy to be like, oh, Kansas City. 
Are they going to make the playoffs? <laughs> Are they the favorites in the division? And I would just ask people, if, if you take any division in football and say one team has clearly the best coach and clearly the best quarterback, is that team going to be the favorite in every division? The answer is, of course, yes. And the Chiefs clearly have both. He's Nick Wright, First Things First, co-host on Fox Sports 1. I was wondering about the NBA now as we head towards the end of March and we start to handicap how this is going to sort out. And you can't help but think about the Lakers. And I I started to think about the Lakers with LeBron usually has a four-year plan wherever he goes. Cleveland, four years, and then Miami, four years, back to Cleveland, now here with the Lakers. Do you think that this four-year, is he in for the long haul with the Lakers, which means maybe one or two more years? Well, I think he's certainly in for the Lakers for next year. I think after that, because you're right about the four-year plans, but he extended the contract a year or so right after the championship. And I think I, I think two things have happened. One is he obviously was wrong in pushing for Russell Westbrook, and the front office was wrong in acquiescing if they actually thought it wasn't going to work. That's what the front office is there for. Um, but I also think maybe LeBron underestimated himself in that how long he was going to be able to still be playing at this level. Because I think if he knew after that year 19, I'm going to win the scoring title, I'm going to average 30 a game, that I could clearly still be the best player on a champion if the right pieces are around me, I think he would have given himself more flexibility. Instead, I think he maybe he thought, I'm going to be phasing into a different part of my career, so let me, t- let me make sure I'm with a franchise that historically is always trying to win immediately and a player, Anthony Davis, 10 years my junior, who, you know what I mean, can be the best guy. AD hasn't stepped up to that. The franchise hasn't stepped up to that. LeBron's done his part, and it's gotten them what might be not even in the play-in. Not even in the play-in. And I have some takes on that, Dan, if you want them. Yeah, because sure. Something fun. So, something, so, okay, so it's all NBA voting time coming up. And by the way, I still don't have a vote. And I was told by people that would know, well, you, you've never worked for a, you know, you don't work for a broadcast, you don't write for a newspaper, hard to get a vote. Then I hear yesterday, Ryan Russillo got a vote. <laughs> I'm sitting right here, guys. I'm sitting right here, no vote. That's fine. <laughs> so my guy, LeBron James, win the scoring title this year. And I can already see it festering, this idea of, ooh, is he going to be an all? Can you be on the All NBA team if your team misses the playoffs? Can you do it? And to which I would say, first of all, every scoring champion ever has been first or second team All NBA, except for Bob McAdoo, who fell to Dave Cowan's in terrible vote, and Kareem. That's fine. That's first point. Second point is this: last year's scoring champion didn't make the playoffs either. Does anybody know who it is? Does anybody remember Steph Curry? Was there a lot of Steph Curry slander last year, Dan? No. Was there a lot of why isn't Steph Curry carrying the Lakers or the Warriors? No, is it because, oh, he had so recently won a championship? No, LeBron's won a title more recently than him. That's the other thing I have to say about the Lakers. I have these folks would be like, oh, how long does LeBron get to bask in the championship glow? When does the honeymoon end? There's been one champion crowned since the Lakers. <laughs> Do you know the full list of people who have won a title in the NBA more recently than LeBron James? The Milwaukee Bucks roster, that's it. He's won a championship more recently than everybody else. People are like, oh, man, honeymoon's over. Honeymoon just started. <laughs> We're what? We just started the honeymoon. 
Where'd you get th- th- that tone? I mean, you're 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 Mariah Carey. You're going up. You're, I know. You're, you, you this is this this is the. I only do this on your show. I know because I try to bring something to the table, something different. I don't want to make it just like all my other media appearances. Oh, okay. I have the podcast. I have the TV show. Oh. Like why people are oversaturated with Nick Wright content. So why would they tune in specially for this? Mm. And it's because you get this version. Right? I get worked up. <laughs> I brought this up that whenever I bring up MVP candidates and uh, I, I have bo- voted on the uh, NBA awards, but, um, you know, I, not anymore because I left those broadcast partners. It, it was really a choice of mine. You know, I wasn't working at the mothership and I decided that me, I'd let guys like Ryan Rossillo come in and maybe vote on this. No, no offense. And nothing against Ryan, but if he qualifies, how do I not qualify? <laughs> I agree. I recited. Did you see my video? I recited every MVP in league history in reverse order from Jokic to 1960. I screwed up on Bullet Bob Pettit. That's it. 59. That should be part of the criteria, but go ahead. All right. Every time I bring up MVPs, candidates, Uh then I leave out Devin Booker. And I hear from the Phoenix Suns fans. And my point to them is he is your best player. He's not your most valuable player. Because Chris Paul is your most valuable player. And I think Devin Booker is unfairly labeled, characterized as just a great shooter. I think he's a great player. I don't think he's the most valuable player on his own team. So last year, I thought Chris Paul was the most valuable player in the whole league. And I was just crushed by the people that actually have votes saying, how dare you say anyone's more valuable than Nikola Jokic? Then Chris Paul played Nikola Jokic in the playoffs and swept his ass out. (laughs) Let's set that aside. So last year, I was with you. This year, I think Booker has taken another step. And I think it's at least arguable that he is because they played really well without Chris, not quite as well as with him. And he played point guard some. But the best Booker can do is fourth place or fifth place on balance. Like nobody is even the Suns fans that are arguing he should be included are just arguing. They just want him on the ballot. And the, the guy who I think is not getting included in the conversation, who I think shouldn't just be on the ballot, but as an argument should win it is Luca. What's the argument against Luca? The Mavs might be the three seed. His second best player is Spencer Dinwiddie. His second best player before the trade deadline actively hated him and Chris Stapps. He doesn't have great teammates around him. He's, what is he, 28, 9, and 9? Like, people are like he started slow. Well, he must have picked up steam because on the year he's 28, 9, and 9. So I don't know why Luca's not getting discussed. I think it's a pretty clear at this point top six. I think Ja has played himself out of it. Because he's missed so much time because they're so they're 18 2 without him. I think the top six in one order or another is Luka, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Booker, Tatum. I think Booker has to me earned consideration, but just same with Tatum, end of the ballot consideration. Yeah, and then you have the Celtics if they're the number one seed in the East. And I gotta give credit. I know we sometimes give too much credit. It's like, well, the best player on the best team, and then you gotta put him in the MVP conversation. But I, you know, Tatum and that, and they play defense too. It's not like a one dimensional guy. Listen, I have been, I, I have been Tatum skeptical compared to other people because people are like, hey, he's top 10 player. And I'm like, okay, list them because you list you, these guys have 16 people in their top 10. You got to actually like, so Tatum, uh, you know, Tatum to me was a right on the cusp of the top 15, along with Booker and Donovan Mitchell and Trey Young, those guys, right? Tatum, what has happened the last six weeks is 
all of a sudden, instead of being 44% from the field, he's 54% from the field. His efficiency has skyrocketed, and the Celtics are 31-10 and 10 since New Year's Day. Well, that's a half a season of a 60-win pace. So you have to get – that's not a small sample anymore. Yeah. And so Tatum, to me, it's not just that they're winning more. He's playing better. I still don't totally trust him in a series. And I'll tell you this much, their fans don't trust him either because their fans were all angry. Oh, Nick, they're the one seed. Respect the Celtics. And then Robert Williams went down, and they're like, oh, what? Are, oh, we're screwed now. I don't mean to be rude. Robert Williams is a nice player. If your championship hopes were Robert Williams contingent, then you didn't have championship hopes, fellas. Just letting you know. Uh, what is, uh, tell us about the podcast, the What's Right with Nick Wright. Oh, thank you for asking, Dan. I appreciate that. Uh, it's a few times a week. It's me with my sidekick happens to be my son, who I told you quite a bit about, about that dinner I mentioned. By the way, that's two over two and a half mentions of the dinner. So By I the got way, under on when I did I it. I was going to pay for dinner because Nick had always said, oh, I invite you to the games and, you know, yeah. you never want to be around me. He pulls out a wad of cash. So there. Yeah. So we're at a steakhouse, and I go, what yeah. the hell are you doing? And he's just peeling off Bill. Yeah, Paulie. I think that's a bit of a baller move, as the kids say. Well, he came in with a baller coat on. I know that. I had a great coat. Like, it was almost great coat. like a Denzel Washington American gangster type. Like, he came it in. It was a great coat. Yes, it, it was. It was a statement. It's a statement piece. It was. And it was It was a statement wad of money. It was blood and red. this was intense. The coat was blood red like our steak. And yeah. he came in and, and he meant business there, but he pulls out this wad of cash. And I'm going, who pays with a wad of cash? Well, let, let me tell you a couple things. The And what did I tell you? You were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm leaving here and going to a poker game. So I need cash on me. Also, I'm not the greatest <laughs> with budgeting. So what I've started to do is at the beginning of a week, I take out X amount of dollars. And when I'm out of them, I'm out of them. No more credit cards for your old buddy, Nick Wright. We're paying cash on everything we can. We're a cash-only business, not a lot of paper trail. We just got – and, by the way, people like it. People respect it, and that waiter appreciated it. He got his tip in the moment. He didn't have to wait for any card to go through, anything like that. Yeah. But to answer your question about the podcast, it's me and my son. It's a few days a week, and starting here in a few weeks, we are doing – something I'd been working on for two years because I thought I was going to write a book, but instead I'm doing it as this audio video series, the 50 greatest players of the last 50 years in NBA history. So Kareem's rookie season, essentially, to right now, the 50 greatest players ever. We're getting, Bernard King, snubbed from the top 75 list. Your, your buddy Nick Wright's got him. Sidney Moncrief, an outrageous omission from the top 75 list. Your buddy's got him. So we're going to do that, counting it down. How about that? All right. I like it. Subscribe, people. How do they subscribe? Oh, on uh, you can subscribe on YouTube if you want to see. Uh, if you would like to just listen on your favorite podcast platforms, just type in What's Right. That's right with a W. And I would say if I can just get 10% of Dan Patrick's listeners mm. to subscribe, mm. and you don't even have to listen, guys. Just hit the subscribe <laughs> button. I don't really care if you listen. I just want you to subscribe. Then I'm I'm in there. All right. then, then all of a sudden. But uh, last thing. Last thing. I thought you were going to tell him. Did you tell Paulie why I demanded to pay? I was, My rationale, do you remember? Yes, I do. Okay. I wanted to pay so uh-huh. then I would be out of the doghouse, the Nick Wright doghouse. Yeah. I, like, I, I already, I was good. And then he goes, no, no, I'm going to pay. 
because then you have to take me out to dinner because I paid for this dinner. Yeah. Obligated to a second I know, dinner. I know. The yeah. old second dinner obligation. I know. I know. Yeah, Paul. It's like when you go on a first date with a girl yeah. and you leave something at her apartment. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what I was doing, Paul. <laughs> that was ex- exactly what I was thinking. Yep. So I'll see you soon. And I'm getting the Wagyu that time, buddy. Yes. No split steaks. Kobe yeah. beef. Yep. Uh, thank see you, Nick. You. All right. That's uh, Nick Wright. First things first. Co-host. Fox Sports 1. Yeah, he pulled out this wad of cash. I'm going, what What happened here? Like, did you, did you do something? And he goes, no, I'm going to go play poker. And then uh, he plays, you know, like big boy poker there. So it's like he was going to pay. And he goes, now you got to take me out to dinner again. I said, all right, he got me. All right, uh, last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever get your podcast from this day in sports history there are a lot of interesting things that happen we'll have that for you coming up some phone calls as well as we get ready to close up shop here on this tuesday bob in montana hi bob what's on your mind today six five six five ten and a half inch hands Hey, I'm calling to congratulate Marvin on being the first new Danette in 15 years. Marvin's an awesome guy. and actually got me through a really rough time in my life last year. It was on November 15th at 7.06 a.m. that I was listening to you there, DT, driving 80 miles an hour down the freeway, and I slammed into two deer. I totaled my car. I had to get towed all the way back into town. I've been doing rehab ever since, and it occurred to me, that had I tapped out on that fateful day, that your voice, Dan, would have been the last voice on earth that I would ever heard. <laughs> and after sharing my story with Marvin, we both came to the realization that I must have lived a pretty darn good life if your voice was the one that sent me on to the great beyond. Well, so for that, I am ever thankful to Marvin. Well, thank you. Thank you, Bob. You got some great pipes there, and, and, and I'm glad you're still with us. And I didn't know that you uh, struck up a friendship with Bob in Montana. I mean, in the back, that's what I try to do. I try to, you know, hook people up. I'm not laughing and giggling, you know, and talking on my stomach like Tyler does, you know, with people. But, you know, I show them a lot of love. They show us a, a ton of love in, in all seriousness. They definitely, it's like family. Okay. They feel like they know us. Okay. Well, Tyler took over the duties of uh, answering the phone calls for Marvin. Now that Marvin has been promoted. Yes, Paul. And like family, they sometimes show up to our house uninvited. And we just <laughs> drive in at 645 in the morning. There's three people from Tennessee sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. You know, Marvin giving direction to the man cave. And I'm like, you don't need to tell people. Just they can they can listen to the show and, you know, admire from afar. No, DP, that's not it. 
I would literally come into Paulie. Like, hey, Paulie, there's like four people that came, <laughs> drove here from Montana. Yeah, true and, story. Yeah. And he's like, well. Well, no. Remember the guys who had to deliver a prisoner in, in Hartford, Connecticut? Yeah, they were U.S. Marshals. Yes. And then they drove down. And I see these guys outside. And I'm like, what's going on? And Paulie goes, I'll go check it out. And he goes, uh, well, they got U.S. Marshals shirts on. I go, I know. And they go, oh, no, they're delivering a prisoner. Or they were picking up a prisoner and then taking him back. And they had some time to kill and came down just to say hello. Yes, good to see you. King in St. Louis. Hi, King. Morning, DP. 6-2-270. And I would like to offer a drop-the-mic mock headline song. Okay. And uh, so uh, since my name is King, I think it's only fitting that I go with a all-time great rock and roll band and queen for my song. You'll know the song when you hear it. Okay. Here it goes. All right. So they call them Todd, but it's with one D when it comes to sports headlines. This is him you seek. Then are you ready for his wordplay? Slurring his words all over the place. Singing, we will, we will mock you. Singing, we will, we will mock you. And that is my song, my friend. Great talk. Thank you, King. Very cute. That was very cute. Very well, well done. Super, super, super job. Yeah, super. Very funny. What dies first, the lisp, the speech impediment with Todd, or Marvin's hands? Which one? Which I don't know if they ever go away. Marvin's hands, they'll always be with us. Todd may clean up his speech there eventually. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I actually think Marvin has a better chance to have bigger hands someday. <laughs> Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Just one great one. This is m- maybe the greatest, because um, I know you have a lot. This might be one of the greatest days in wrestling history. 1987, Hulk Hogan took 11 minutes and 43 seconds to pin Andre the Giant in front of 93,000 at WrestleMania III, uh, Silverdome, Pontiac, Michigan. That, to me, was the biggest uh, of all time wrestling event. 1982, Michael Jordan hit the game winner as Carolina beat Georgetown in the title game. 1984, the Baltimore Colts packed up in the middle of the night, moved moved to Indianapolis. Akeem Olajuwon, 1990, had a quadruple double. 18 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, 11 blocks. On this date, 1994, Jimmy Johnson steps down as the Cowboys head coach. On this date, 1996, the Cleveland Browns chose a new name, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Paul. Those are cute, but it's no camel clutch. By well, the you're right. All right. You're right. <laughs> I didn't pick up Andre the Giant and drop him. That's a big day, though. Oh, my God. All these, those you had. Uh, let's see. Let's go around the room. What we learned, Todd, what'd you learn today? Kelly Slater participates in fantasy surf leagues. He's not just busy filling out a sheet for our bracket challenge. Paul, let's see. Uh, Seton O'Connor. I learned that 50.1% of our audience on Twitter would take the field over Kelly Slater's life. How okay. About that? Marvin. You're now best friends with Nick Wright. Yes, I am. Uh, Paulie? Kelly Slater is great at not drowning. Fritzy, what did I learn on to, uh, today's award nominee? At your program? dinner together, you're Mr. Patrick to the staff at the fancy steakhouse, but Nick Wright, just plain sir. Yeah, Old Homestead is uh, the place that we went to. What do U.S. News, PC Magazine, Popular Science have in common? They all rank Simply Safe Home Security as the best home security of 2021. To claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off, interactive monitoring, Go to simplysafedan.com. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support. For all of us here, Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, I'm Dan Patrick. We'll talk to you tomorrow.